I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I have a shit situation on my hands. My ex and I broke up around August 2023. She was a great girlfriend, supportive as hell, basically took care of me emotionally and financially whilst I quit jobs and tried entrepreneurship. I never got any real results because I was a Jeffrey at the time and didn't know. I was her first love. She was obsessed with me, but I fucked around with a few girls whilst we were together. So we ended up splitting up because I didn't want to keep hurting her. It's Feb 2024 now, and I actually work a full-time job, take care of myself. I'm following a strict daily routine, Adonis protocol. I'm in Adonis school now, and I'll be earning money online soon. I'll have my own car and apartment soon. I had none of these things before. Wow, so you've really improved yourself in a couple of months. I just found out from her family that she's been doing drugs, destroying her body and mind, and fucking with guys that put her in danger. Now she's in hospital so she can recover mentally and emotionally. I spoken to her a few weeks ago. We still have unmatched chemistry aside from her new destructive life choices, which I know comes from a lack of self-love and masculine leadership. I still love this girl, not like lust, I love her like family. I want to be with her and I actually want to marry her and have kids with her. We were together 3 years and never felt a connection with any other human being than I have with her. She told me that she slept with multiple people since we split and that hurt me months ago, but I've also slept with multiple girls before, during and after our relationship, so it honestly doesn't bother me anymore. My real question is this. When she's with me, she gets her shit together and our connection feels like we're the only two people on the planet. When she's not with me, she falls into the self-destruction. I want to get back with her, take her out of her shit environment. Get her away from the toxic propaganda online and get her mind back right, get healthy again, and then build a life with her. There's no girl on this planet that deserves to be with the successful version of me more than she does. She literally spent thousands of dollars on me over three years paying most of the bills, paying for the apartment, buying food, helping me get a car, letting me use her car, supporting me while I was a Jeffrey trying to become someone successful. I'm not even happy with other girls because they don't know shit about me and they don't really care. They just like me for my looks, not for me. Yeah, you look like a handsome guy, bro. I'm Brian Tiller looking. <laughs> 
Uh, I believe that I can help her reprogram her mind to <clears throat> to enjoy being healthy again, even if it's not the same as it was before. I'm not just doing it because I feel like I have to. I actually have a weird, deep passion for helping women build their self-love and self-esteem. And I want to do this for her more than anyone. She also wants to be with me and she has a desire to give up this new unhealthy lifestyle. She just doesn't have the will to do it on her own. So is it a waste of time? Will she go back to doing drugs and looking for casual sex since she's already done them? Or can women actually change when they have a solid man in their life? What do you think, Hamza? First first of all, to the to the viewer watching this, what would you comment below? What would you give advice if this was some online post that you were commenting on or if it was a friend who sent you this message? What would you send back to that? You can leave it as a YouTube comment because I'll send uh, Antoine to, to go and read it as well. Along with that, there's something I'm going to tell you to do. If you just scroll down right now and click on the subscribe button underneath this video, you'll help this channel grow, which means that more young men are watching videos like this, which means that more young men end up becoming more like you and you end up having more friends on self-improvement. So go subscribe right now because it's a win-win for both of us. Let's see what the comments say and then I'll tell you my advice. Can't add anything. Wish you the best of luck, brother. A like and a comment helps Hamza see it, so I appreciate it. <laughs> Sounds like some rom-com. We'll be interested to see what Hamza has to say. Good luck on this one, bro. Major W's on the whole life uh, turnaround, 100%. Tricky situation, bro. You might get some insight by watching this video. It's a podcast he made a little while ago. This is uh oh my it's his secret podcast. <laughs> this is a, a podcast episode I, I just put onto Spotify of why me and my girl ended up getting back together even though we split up for some time. It gave me so much clarity on the situation. It's clear crazy to see how similar Hamza's situation was to mine. I got a ton of value and insight from this. Thank you. Replying to boost this for Hamza. I would say go for it if you actually love her. Really peel back the layers and see if you want to be with her because you love her or just because you feel a need to help her. The real answer can't come to you fast. You have to journal hard about it. You are deciding the person you will spend your future with. You shouldn't go by feeling. If you decide to get together, I think she can change as long as she lives true to her feminine side and keep becoming more masculine and polarizing could you ever see yourself presenting her to the world proud that she is your woman that's a good question hell yeah she was with me during my darkest moments and now she's dealing with her darkest moments without me bumping for hamza to see i don't think that anyone is meant to be a drug addict for life change is possible when guided in the direct right direction all of us have been rock bottom before, porn addicted, broke, lazy, fat, and we change for the better. If you can set boundaries with her to flip a switch into a healthy lifestyle, it's a relationship worth saving. In terms of the whole sleeping around thing, of course, a virgin woman would be the most compatible for a future wife. But once you break that virginity, you can't expect the same in return. So in that regard, you two are on the same level. There is a... Uh, a passage in the Quran that says, uh, what is it? Pure women are for pure men and unpure women are for unpure men. Basically, if you're not a virgin, you shouldn't expect to try and get one, which makes a lot of sense, actually. There's something in the way of the superior man, which also says you should find a woman who is your your compatible opposite half. And yeah, let me, th let me think about what I would say to you, Antoine. 
what advice there's there's so many things that are coming to my mind so many things um let me just write them down quickly in, in just so i can go through all of them so uh, let's say rubber band um Judgments. What else? Um, it's wholesome as fuck. Okay, so I'll tell you a few. I'll start from the bottom. First of all, the story's wholesome as fuck. Basically, you had a girl who's really supported you. This is like a dream. Like, um, there's a phrase for this. Uh, um, what is it? There's a phrase which is like, oh, this is your first girl. This is your the girl who held it down there's like a certain phrase in like rap songs like Eman said this recently as well um if this girl is your basically like if this girl is like your starting girl and she was with you at the start and she supported you that's a really really good trait because we as men we love that level of loyalty in a woman if we can look to a woman and think you were here when i was nothing and so i want to like literally take you to the top with me that's just wholesome as fuck. Men just fucking love that. If she supported you when you were younger, that's awesome. What I will say, though, is I dated a girl when I was in university, and it was basically the exact same situation. So it isn't actually the podcast episode that we've got here. The situation that I've been in is the same as yours with an ex-girlfriend. Basically, I was in university, met this girl, started to like see her more often. I was a fuck boy. I fucked so many girls whilst with her as well. And she didn't, like she minded, you know, she was upset, but she like accepted it basically. And one by one, I got a little bit closer to her, started living with her. And, you know, she was paying for everything. I was trying to be a rapper. I was trying to be an entrepreneur. And she was paying for most of the stuff. So all of the financial burden was on her and her mom, whilst I was basically paying for like less than 30% of everything. And so she supported me in those early days. And, and who knows where I would have been without that. That's really wholesome. What I will say, though, is just because a girl has supported you and basically, you know, looked after you financially and emotionally doesn't necessarily mean that she is a great long term option, because this is no disrespect to that woman, but I would not date her seriously now. And so it's just something to bear in mind. Women can support randomly, like basically be generous with their money to you and support you and that's so wholesome and they held it down and it's so cool but at the same time that doesn't mean that she should be the woman that you really partner up with i'd ask you antoine and for other guys in this situation if you didn't have this ex and you were just starting from a blank slate imagine she was never in your life and me and you were just speaking as like you're a single guy and i'm asking you like questions what traits would you write down what like history and family life would you write down would you write down that a girl, you know, your your future wife, your dream woman has uh, taken a lot of drugs before and fucked with a bunch of guys in the last few months? Would you really write that? Or is this just the woman who's available right now? Because what I've wrote here is a clouded judgment. Basically that it's convenient that this girl is like, you know, the, the one for you when she's here right now and you could get her. Would it maybe be better for you to experience this heartbreak and cut things off so that you can start fresh with a girl who meets higher standards? Because you've got this girl and you've got history and you've got chemistry and that's awesome. The truth is though, 
chemistry, if we're honest, a lot of it is just like emotions that you can actually build up. The truth is, if you marry a man and a woman, or if you lock up a man and a woman, eventually they're going to start to get some kind of feelings together. They might not, you know, a lot of like arranged marriages don't end happy and everything, sure. But a lot of marriages that are based on emotions also don't end happy as well. So you've got to think about this, right? If you make your your choice of partner based on how it feels to be with her, that's fucked because the feeling will inevitably change after five years, 10 years, 20 years. Your compatibility will change, your emotions towards each other, the chemistry changes with people, right? So if you make it on emotion, it's kind of fucked if you make it on logic it can also be fucked you know like a logic logical dream wife situation it's like you looking at her family looking at her net worth looking at her personality style her personality type she's an mbti or some bullshit you know like they have in personality quests or, uh, questions or something you're looking at logical shit like that not even thinking about what it feels like to be with her and that can go badly like a load of like you know families uh, marry their son and their daughters together in an arranged marriage and then they're unhappy forever because it was a logical marriage and they didn't have the feelings together but it's interesting that their divorce rate at least with that culture is 10 times lower than the west which is based on romanticism so basically if you make your your decision of which woman to have like a a a child with if you make it on just chemistry chances are five to ten years from now that chemistry and emotions will drastically be different or even diffused and so so it's just something to bear in mind do you want to be making this huge decision on emotion you probably wouldn't for bigger decisions right you probably wouldn't based on like a big job or where you live you probably wouldn't base it on like a like a emotional high you'd base it on logic you'd base it on like these facts wouldn't you when it comes to relationships Love can really cloud your judgments. A man who has a really good mindset with this, who I've personally learned from, is First Man. And you might know him already. He's got a YouTube channel, First Man, 1-S-T-M-A-N. You can watch a few of his videos, particularly ones that are from 2021. I was watching back in the time when I was dating a, a different girl. And they really helped me to step out of like this sort of clouded love bubble and to see things more rationally. And when you see things more rationally and you bullet point facts about the girl, not emotions, but just facts, you start to realize, holy fuck, you can only write down like negative things. Right now, she's addicted to drugs. She's fucked multiple guys in the last few months. She's done this. She's done this. She's done this. She's been in hospital for this mental health problem. You start writing these things and sure, you can write some other things. You know, she's kind and stuff. Fine. But you you realize there's a massive list of negatives that you weren't uh, looking to. And I want to say this, like, I don't want to be the guy who's like, you know, um, putting you down and making you feel bad. I'm saying this as like a brother to you, as like a friend to you, that this isn't me saying we're not going to accept this girl. I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to promote you to get with her. It's just me saying, just bear in mind the consequences of what can happen if you just are clouded by love. Many young guys get really clouded by love. Don't take into situation, um, don't take into account the situation that the girl is coming from, her real like like logical facts and traits about her, her family, her net worth her, you know, socioeconomic state? Is she working class, middle class? Is she going to bring as much money as you are? Like some, you know, like in general, you you might want to be a masculine man and provide for her, but it can always be nice if her family is wealthy as well. So, you know, you'd have to put that down. Then you write down, has she got a history of, of drug abuse? Has she got a history of sleeping around? Has she got a history of cheating? Has she got a history of lying? 
And when you do this, you might realize that your like prized possession, your dream girl is not actually your dream girl at all. And it's only that your emotions are covering over what's happening. And so this creates a very hard situation when you really feel like getting with this girl. But logically, you've realized that she's actually kind of not that high quality. It's just that it feels really good with her. Yet you are sexually compatible. You, you, you're very good at fucking each other because you've had a lot of experience with it. So it's very hard to take a step back from that with like, a, you know, to develop with a new girl. But if you wrote down a list of like logical facts that you would want about your future wife, about the future mother of your children, you probably wouldn't write down these kinds of things. Because the truth is 100% people can make progress. We're proof of that. I'm proof of that, right? 100% people can make progress. The problem is what a lot of people in self-improvement and, you know, dating and stuff won't tell you, the cute people won't tell you. You are so much more likely to snap back to those starting positions. So for example, imagine there's a guy who's never had a porn addiction, right? He's, yeah, he's, he's fapped before loads of times, but he's never actually been down bad. He's the kind of like middle-class white kid who, who has like a wank, like masturbates like three times a week when he was a teenager. Now he kind of does it like a few times a week. He's never had a problem with it, right? Imagine him compared to the, the guy on self-improvement who fully was had a, like a full-on addiction, degeneracy, whatever, right? Which one of those guys would be more likely to eventually get another porn addiction in their future? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It would be the second guy, even though it's interesting that the second guy had to make more progress. He had to learn how to quit. He's got strategies on how to quit. He would still end up being more likely on having the addiction compared to the first guy who never had the addiction in the first place, right? So it's like there's strength in experiencing the negativity of addictions, of bad habits, and overcoming that and having the skill to get out of that. There's a lot of strength in that. But still, for those people, they are still way more likely to end up relapsing, like an addict or a ex-addict is always more likely to relapse than a normal person who's never had the addiction is likely to form the addiction in the first place. So this is where it gets interesting. If, for example, let's say you're dating a girl and she's done these bad habits in the past, like she's had like this porn addiction, she's had this, um, you know, like huge sex history where she's been fucked by multiple guys at once and all this crazy stuff, right? And she's made progress for that. And she's kind of like a born again virgin. You know, she's like this really pure woman now. She's made so much progress. You should still be a little bit scared because she is more likely to get back into that kind of situation than a woman who's never experienced those things before. Because here's the thing. Everyone gets desires. Let's say that 
good Muslim or Christian woman who's never experienced casual sex, every now and then will get some kind of desire for it. She will. Every now and then she will get horny. Every now and then she'll be listening to some like degenerate song or maybe she'll masturbate a little bit, you know, like like she doesn't do it often, but you know, let's say she does it a little bit or she has a conversation with someone and she feels like really wet for him or something and she'll have a bit of a desire, but she's far less likely to then go and get her back blown out by four guys over one week than the girl who's already experienced that to begin with, but has made progress away from it. So you can understand that I'm like, that. this is actually a, bi- a big point here. You can go and get the girl who's made progress from the bad habits, but for your future wife, you might want her to be so high quality that she's never really had those ba- extreme bad moments f- before. We don't expect her to be like completely fucking crystal clean. She's never even masturbated or you know anything like that. But it's like you probably want the range of bad habits of your your future wife and for the mother of your children to not be that big you probably don't want it to be that she's like you know she slept with like 10 guys in in two weeks and now she's like really clean again because that's her big range there and whatever someone's range of the extreme good times that they've had and extreme bad times that they've had they are likely to snap anywhere between that range through the next 30 years 50 years of your relationship so it's just something to bear in mind. If you were being totally honest right now and you didn't have love clouding your judgment and I asked you what kind of woman you'd want, you probably wouldn't actually say this woman. You wouldn't just say like someone who, you know, you have nice emotions with. You'd probably say the kind of woman who would give you security, who you know that as long as you do your duty as a man to be loving, present, and also to provide for her and to basically not be a pussy, that she would never have the risk that randomly she starts taking drugs and starts like fucking her drug dealer. This woman, it seems to me, and and I don't say this to like, you know, to offend you or her, it seems to me that she has a chance for that. This would be a, a chink in your armor. This would be you in the castle of your kingdom, you know, leveling up your kingdom, your empire, And you have not a queen, but a woman who keeps opening up the gates of the castle when she spots barbarians with erect penises outside. This would be a woman who's a liability, not secure. You want the kind of woman for, you know, like long-term dating, like long-term marriage, commitment, living together, uh, having children. That kind of woman, you want it like in this analogy you want her to be the kind of woman who keeps the castle guarded even more than you do she she knows the barbarians can be outside and so she does not fucking let them in certain women in certain cultures are very good for this if you've ever tried to approach like a russian girl they're way way harder that they're they're good at like keeping the fucking castle closed because they know what the fuck men want western women in general are very poor at keeping the castle closed they're literally like like reveal their bottoms on the side of the castle and then like open up the gate and then get upset when you're pissed off that there's barbarians inside of your fucking kingdom. That's like what a, a tradition, like not traditional, but that's like a, what a general Western woman is like these days where they're just complete fucking liabilities. There's certain cultures and it obviously like degeneracy and feminism spreads every country, but like there are certain cultures where like the women in general are um, better for the kingdom, better to protect your castle, basically better to protect your relationship and your love life. And you probably for that kind of deeper relationship where you're going to have children, you probably want to go with the kind of woman who's going to add security, not who's going to add just risk. Can you get another woman who has this kind of chemistry with you? 
I believe so. In the next few years, if you, you know, keep working on yourself and you learn more about like this chemistry and everything and you learn about how to present yourself better and you've experienced more women, I'm sure that you'd have another girl with awesome chemistry. Remember what chemistry is? It's a sense of like familiarity and a bit of mutual attraction to each other. And a bit of like comfort and security that can be replicated again in another woman. And imagine if that's replicated in a woman who doesn't have this history. And imagine if, if it's replicated in a woman who's got nicer tits and a better ass as well. And she's prettier. Suddenly you're like, oh yeah, like, what, what, what was that old girl's name again, right? So it's like, maybe you're in a bit of a scarcity mindset there. You feel like you need to just get this girl. I just want to give you these brutal facts because at the end of the day, you can still make your choice. And if you got back with this girl and had an amazing relationship, then that's also awesome for you. But it's, it's important that someone tells you about the risks. The final thing that I'll speak to you about is what I call like the slingshot effect or the rubber band. Basically, it's very similar to the point that I just made, but it's something I've seen in self-improvement basically people always have a range of how they are in life what good habits they do bad habits they do and it's kind of like a rubber band where when you do self-improvement and when you improve away from this kind of shit it's like you're pulling the rubber band like this but at some point you end up snapping back and going back to the baseline. So this happens to you, for example, if you end up relapsing and having like a really bad Jeffrey day, you were so consistent on self-improvement, but then for like three days in a row, you end up just having like fucking multiple fap sessions and everything. Most guys can relate to this. What I have realized, which is a brutal fucking red pill, is that how a girl is with you is not that important. What matters is what she was like before you met. Basically, what she was like at her low point before you entered her life and, you know, like basically picked her up and gave her guidance and everything, right? So if she was watching a lot of porn, if she was fucking a lot of guys, if she was, you know, being single and posting like hoe pics on Instagram, if she was doing these bad habits before you met, this is the brutal part of this video. She might not be doing them right now when you and her are close. That's you pulling the rubber band. When you have some kind of relationship problem and there's a bit of distance between you guys, she will, she will snap back to her starting points. So this is, for example, let's say you meet a girl who smokes a lot of weed and you quit and she quits, whatever. And you end up, you know, both of you making progress, whatever. <clears throat> When you have some bad moments and, you know, like you've been arguing a bit more and she's went back to visit home or something, she's going to smoke weed. Who is she smoking with? She will snap back. She will. I'm telling you, I've experienced this with so many people, with so many girls that I think that this is just a universal trait. When you meet a woman and you give her this masculine direction to improve her life, the problem is that it's only kind of temporary for whilst you are very close and loving together. When you have some kind of problem in the relationship, she will snap back to a starting point. And this is what it seems like. Like um, Maybe she wasn't originally like this before, like you met but she had some kind of tendencies to be doing this kind of shit before you met and then when you broke up she snapped back to it so anton and for other guys the thing is you can save a woman like this you can't enter her life and pull her into a really good direction you can what I'm warning you right now is that when you have some kind of problem in the relationship, you have a, a bit of conflict, which will undeniably happen. 
she will snap back to a point similar to this. There will be a point in the future where, for example, you're both contemplating breaking up and you're not sure if it's working anymore. You're not sure if you can do it anymore. There's a point when, for example, you do split up because you know, you're just both stressed and stuff. You're hoping that for those periods, she snaps back to like a lovely, supportive family. She doesn't straight away start dating. She doesn't start getting dicked down or anything. When you meet a girl and she's already a bit of a hoe, but then you, you're a hoe as well, and then both of you make progress. The problem is if you have a few bad days and you're kind of like you know like not really speaking to each other that shit really does happen in relationships it really does happen often when you're together with someone for multiple years especially when you're young you have these moments where you have conflicts and everything in those moments she will go and do the same old bad behaviors that's my issue that's my worry for you anton for other guys in this situation if you meet a woman who has a poor uh, foundation she will eventually be on that foundation again when you aren't giving her that consistent masculine guidance. If it was you and her against the world and she had no option to constantly be around you, then that's different. She's never going to snap back. But the thing is, women, of course, have loads of ties to family, friends, old places, old environments. And so if you have some kind of relationship problem, she will end up, you know, going to like stay with her family for a while. She will end up seeing old friends that are back in her home her hometown and she's going to go see this one girl that's a bit of a degenerate but you know she's just feeling lonely so she hangs out with this one girl and the one girl says like oh yeah jack and tim are coming over today we're all gonna smoke weed or some bullshit and like she's kind of worried about it but she's kind of down at the same time this is how it plays out in many relationships this isn't to say it's it's definitely gonna happen but if this is her baseline her foundation she is at some point going to snap back there again. So you could like, for example, be fine with the fact that whilst you guys were single and broken up, you know, she, she slept with some guys and stuff. Fine. But when you guys have some problems in the future, the same thing will happen. You can always significantly help a woman improve. You can get her to literally change her life to be such an amazing woman whilst she's like deep in love with you and close to you. When you do have some bad moments, that will be challenged. And you will notice this. I'm, t I'm putting this into your mind right now. And I want so many young men to, to think of this theory, the rubber band theory, that when you are this masculine man giving guidance to a woman, all you're doing is just pulling the rubber band in one side. But her baseline is always going to be there. Her baseline is basically her own like responsibility. Or basically, her baseline is where her father led her to. Which, for many women, when you meet them, is just degeneracy, bad habits, whatever. And you are this amazing masculine guidance. You get away from drugs and hooking up and parties and bad habits. And that's so good that you're doing that. But she will snap back to basically where her father and the world conditioned her to start at. And that can be a brutal wake-up call for many men when you realize your woman hasn't changed as much as you thought she has. And she's back to the same bad habits, back to speaking to the friends that she said she wouldn't speak to, back to smoking weed, back to um, drinking all the time, back to having male friends, back to like, you know, spending time with guys or whatever. And that can be very brutal to deal with as a man. If you were being totally honest, you would choose a woman whose baseline was already very high that her father and the world conditioned her to be in a way where she was already doing all of the good habits, even without you in her life, where she was already like so 
restrictive so like you know determined to not be a degenerate jessica where she already had never really experienced like hookup culture degeneracy hard drugs or anything that's just her life you know there's there's some women who genuinely could not even imagine that they genuinely would never like hook up with a guy or take hard drugs or anything like that that's a woman whose baseline is very high. And so when you meet her, you still end up, you know, pulling her towards an even higher point if you're a good man and you get her even more like disciplined on, on her productive habits and going to the gym, whatever. But when you have a problem with that woman, when you guys have some conflict and she's went back to her mother's home for a few days or something, she's went to such a wholesome baseline, wholesome foundation that gives you this level of security. That's probably what you want more in a long-term partner. So... For Anton and for other guys in this situation, it seems to me like you've got two choices. You do what feels good right now and let it run and just see what happens and try and make it the best that you possibly can. Or you align ruthlessly to what you probably believe is the better logical decision. If I was in your situation, I know what I would do. I do number one because it's easier because like my feelings are attached to this girl. Every time that I've done that, I've ended up regretting it. I've ended up just experiencing a couple more months of pain. But sometimes you've just got to go through that pain because it's too hard to break up with a girl that you genuinely really love. And when it happens again, when some bullshit happens and you're literally pulling your hair out with stress and you hear the news that, you know, she cheated on you or something, that's when you'll realize like, oh, fuck, this, the slingshot effect, the, the um, rubber band theory that Hamza was talking about was 100% true. I wouldn't be able to make this decision personally. Like, I look, look, like knowing me, I wouldn't be able to hear this advice and just think, yeah, fuck it. I'm not going to be with her, the woman that I love. And I'll just wait for the logical woman or something. Just because it, it, it's just too fucking hard when you've got feelings attached to a girl. So I would have went through the pain that I imagine you would as well. But it's a part of life. So I'm not going to try and pull you away from that, even though it's probably logically the wrong thing to do is to get with this girl. But saying that, it's like, it's part of life to go and get yourself fucking burnt in a relationship, bro. So try and... Like, I would tell you, yeah, the smarter option is go and do the logical thing. Don't get back with her. Go and think about, like, the, the real high-quality woman that you want who's got the the higher baseline. But um, I don't expect many men to be able to have the strength to make that decision in this kind of situation. So I wish you the best, and I really hope that you stay at least in this masculine community and you keep improving yourself as long as you keep improving yourself you're putting your, your future self in a really good place if there's one last message i'll give you anton if you do decide to get with her just have one rule for yourself you are ruthlessly improving so that every month you are way better in the areas that you care about and always keep it in your mind this might seem a bit weird but always keep it in your mind that you could be single again soon and so you should live like that. You should keep yourself attractive. You should keep yourself in shape, confidence, making more and more money every month, getting more and more mature every month. Not only will this, you know, give you some level of security if things go to shit and whatever, but actually it'll make your relationship better because you'll be happier and she'll be happier and she'll think you're sexier anyway. So it's a win-win for everyone. That's a final quick tip I'll give you is if you are going to stay with a woman that you're like kind of unsure if, you know, things are going to work out, just at the very least, make sure that those are some months and years of growth so that your future self is thinking, fuck, okay, at least like, you know, it, I might have wasted some time, whatever, but at least I've got like money and fitness and everything checked off because I worked for it through this relationship. The single worst thing that you could do right now 
is to get into a relationship with her and end up getting complacent and slowing down in some of these goals. That's the single worst thing because then you are in a relationship with a woman that you're not sure is logically right for you and then you're also not even improving long term as well. So don't fucking do that, okay? Go click on the top link in the description right now to join my free online community, men's community. It's called Adonis Gang. Just scroll down and go click on the top link right now. It's time to man up and do the work. Mwah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.